Hey, hey, it's Neville Medora here with the Friday, March 18th, 2022 stupid email. Stupid, of course, means swipe, thought, uplifting, picture, interesting, and drawing. Let's get started. So let's start with a swipe. So ignore the ad over here for a second. It's about Joe's hot dogs. But this was an ad ran in Reader's Digest in 1966, asking readers to write in for a free booklet. And that's the part I want to focus on. So writing in for a free booklet was the email signup of the day before the internet. So now, of course, someone comes to your blog or website or anything, and you can just say, sign up your email and you can keep in touch with them. Essentially, that is free, right? It's all digital. There's services that have free trials that will do that for you or as little as 30 bucks a month. But back in the day, they would ask you to write in a physical letter, like with a stamp and everything, and send it via post office. They would send you the material that you requested, so a booklet, a pamphlet, something like that, and they would manually enter your name and address into a book, and that would be their marketing list. So next time they want to send out something or a catalog, they would send that to you. That's how you would build a quote-unquote email list back in 1966. So I'm very happy we live in a digital era where we can all build our own audiences without like a ton of back-and-forth mail and having a whole uh, section of your company dedicated just opening mail and keeping track of people's email, uh, sorry, not emails, addresses. Here's a thought. Um, Ray Dalio is a billionaire investor and for the last few years has been putting out great content on how he sees the stock market going and big long-term trends occurring. And he spends a lot of money making these movies or I mean, essentially movies on, on YouTube. And his recent one is called principles for dealing with the changing world order. And it is magnificent. So I watched this one, it's about 40 minutes long, so a bit long for some people, but I actually listened to it. I didn't even actually watch the video. I listened to it while driving. It's fantastic. So it's kind of a sum up of the way things he's been saying for all these years. And he basically talks about why markets boom, even if something bad happens and basically how to understand the stock market a lot better. So it's kind of weird that, you know, a pandemic happens and now the stock market's booming and house prices are going up. But what he's talking about is maybe it's not actually a good thing in the short thing, it short term it might be, but in the long run, it might be a very bad thing. And he kind of explains how that happens um, in these videos. So the way this man thinks is very rational, rational and admirable. I love it. And it's awesome to be able to hear from someone like that who just puts out stuff on YouTube. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. We can listen to these uh, successful people just like that for free. It's really awesome. Also, he has a fun book called uh, Principles um, that I've listened to on audiobook and also bought. And um, here's uh, two quotes I recently uh pulled from there. It says, life doesn't give a damn about what you'd like. It's up to you to connect your circumstances to your desired outcomes. And here's another really good one. It said, giving someone tough love is giving them the power to deal with reality and build the skills to get where they want. So those, this kind of, you know, the, the way this guy kind of thinks. So I would highly recommend watching the video above or listen to it in the background. I think it's a great primer on economics and you might learn a thing or two and guarantee you'll learn a thing or two. Here's something uplifting. Um, this is a hilarious ad taken out in London in 2022 this year by a guy named Malik to find him a wife. And it's a funny picture of this like uh, guy. He's got the, the, the Muslim hat thing on and he's pointing at a sign that says, save me from an arranged marriage. And it says, find Malik a wife.com. <laughs> so the billboard was half serious 
and actually have promotion for a dating app that I believe he's involved with or created or something like that. And the ad was pretty funny, which definitely got it a bunch of attention. It actually got picked up in a bunch of news outlets and stuff. And it was kind of funny. <laughs> I'm curious if you actually found a wife yet and what the results were from it. Uh, so a few years ago, I actually did a billboard experiment like this. I didn't advertise myself, but we bought a copywriting course billboard. And it's very difficult to measure the exact amount of exposure you get from a billboard. There's really no way to track it. So the thing I went by was that so many people called me and they're like, Neville, do you know that there's a copywriting course billboard up on the road? And I'm like, yeah, I, I put it there. <laughs> um, so billboards definitely do get a good amount of exposure, especially if it's something funny like that. Uh, here's a picture uh, I'll share. I made a I made a garage gym that doesn't look like most garage gyms. Um, I have a, a wall that's covered in chalkboard paint that I draw on, and it's blue. And then I also don't store anything in my garage anymore except vehicles. So I have a like a motor scooter, I have an electric scooter, and then I have a bike. So other than those things, I, I I can't really put those inside too easily. It's easier to access them from the garage. But other than that, I got nothing else in there. So I don't store any junk in the garage. And I made this little garage gym and I recently got all the mats and stuff put down. So I got a couple of friends to come over and work out on Wednesday morning and we cranked some music and I wrote out a workout and we did a workout and it was really fun. I don't know if there's any lesson there other than that's cool. Uh, here's something interesting. So uh, my buddy Dennis Hedstad saw this from his balcony in Austin. There's this QR code made out of hundreds of drones flying over Austin during South by Southwest, this gigantic tech festival. So... Apparently, you could actually point your camera at the QR code in the sky, and it worked just fine. It worked great. And it would take you to a page about a TV show made for the video game Halo, uh, sort of made out of the video game Halo. So I thought that was really cool. I was kind of bummed I missed that. I wish I saw that because I totally would have seen that from my, my place, and that would have looked awesome to see. It's kind of neat that, like, instead of fireworks displays, you now get drone displays. And in my opinion, they're kind of cooler in some ways. Uh, here's a little drawing about smart switches versus smart bulbs. So when I moved into a house, I had this conundrum. Um, do I use smart switches to control all the lights or smart bulbs? So with smart bulbs, that means you have to replace every single bulb in your entire house with a smart bulb. And then you have to somehow uh, connect those bulbs to a switch and then make sure people don't turn on and off the switch that's physically connecting them. So it is a pain. But then with the smart switches, all you do is you replace a switch and it just controls those and then you control the switches and then all the bulbs you know, are controlled based off the switches. So I had this conundrum and I tried a couple of uh, versions out and I ended up going with 100% smart bulbs. And the reason people do switches is often just because um, you know, your switches are already connected to the certain bulbs you want and the cost is way lower. You, you have one $30 smart switch rather than a bunch of $50 bulbs. So Philips Hue color bulbs cost 40 bucks a piece, which is not trivial if you're trying to you know, redo hundreds of bulbs. And then also um, their white bulbs cost 14 bucks a piece, which is not that bad because they last forever. So I've been using all Philips Hue lights and switches and really like it compared to just manual switches or smart switches. So when I say switches, I mean remotes actually. So with smart bulbs, you have granular control over the lights and you can use these switches that are magnetic. Sorry, I need to start calling them remotes. They are magnetic and removable to control everything. So I can control everything with Siri and Alexa, but I don't like doing that. So I prefer using these remotes. And you could also get these different types of uh, remotes. Like for example, they have these little hue dots. So you can just stick them on the wall. There's no installation needed. It's literally just a sticker. 
and I press this little dot and it can control whichever lights I want in the house, or I can hold them down for two seconds and it'll turn every single light off in the entire house. So I think going full Philips Hue bulbs was great for me. I think it was a fantastic move, but I will say it is significantly more expensive than just replacing a couple smart switches. So anyways, I hope you enjoyed that. Um, we got a couple fun things going on at the copywriting course right now. Um, I'm moving everything off of WordPress as of Monday. So on Monday, you might notice the blog is going to look a little bit different. In fact, it might look worse for a period of time because we are switching to software that's not made for blogging necessarily. And I'll explain more about this. It's a pretty exciting change. And honestly, I think a lot of sites are going to do this in the next two years. So take a look out for that. And I uh, hope you enjoyed this stupid email for Friday, March 18, 2022. My name is Nell Medora, and I will talk to you later.